Hey guys, what is going on? Cameron here with the Lawn Care Life in Missouri. It's a cold, rainy, nasty day. Now yesterday, it was super nice. It got up into like 60s and the sun was out. It was so nice outside. So I spent uh, quite a bit of time outside trying to get some equipment ready to roll, uh, just some maintenance that needed to be done that I've put off and put off. And so uh, today, man, it's rainy, nasty. So I'm here in the shop, the media studio portion of the shop. And uh, I just listened to my friend Aaron Sutter's podcast. It's called Mowing in the Dark Podcast. And I can't remember the title of it, but it was uh, basically basically talking about um, quitting, you know, thinking about quitting the lawn care industry, thinking about quitting the, uh, the lawn business. And he actually went out and looked for... Uh, jobs online. So just want to share you get, with you guys, it kind of um, ties into what I've been thinking about, especially with 2023, the new year, the new season. Um, just like what are what are our goals? What's our vision for, for our life, for our business? And like Aaron mentioned, man, uh, lawn care business, the opportunity to run a lawn care business just gives you so much freedom. And if you feel like you don't have much freedom, it may be because your lawn care business is not structured or set up in a way that will really allow you to uh, gain more freedom. Um, it, you know, everybody's different. A lot of guys get into this because they are really business oriented. And then some guys get into it because they like to get out there and make a yard look nice. So we have like, I don't know, it's just the the business owners in a lawn care business, they're just so... Um, diverse, I guess you should say, because uh, some guys may be really, really good business-wise, and then other guys may be really, really good uh, running the equipment. And for me, it was um, it was a little bit of a mix early on. I really um, wanted to run the equipment, and on top of that, I really liked to be an entrepreneur. I was always doing things when I was even really, really young. I started out when I was like 8, 10 years old, uh, building computers and started selling those computers and then that turned into selling some stuff on eBay and setting up my own website uh, selling things online when I was like really really young and then it turned into working on the farm and kind of uh, helping out the family farm there and then that turned into opening up the lawn care business and running it so I've been doing this for the last 20 years I've had little side jobs that I've um, kind of created I had a vinyl business years ago that uh, I would cut out some vinyl decals in the off-season for guys and try to help them um, promote their business more, you know, by adding decals on the side of their truck. So just um, being an entrepreneur, man, you're always trying new things. Right now, I'm kind of uh, deep into the social media side of things, so creating content and working with different brands and doing things like that. But it's like I'm always looking for other ways to, I don't know, just, just to build other businesses or to figure out other ways to bring in extra income, different streams of income. Right now, uh, my wife, she takes care of the girls. And so I'm the sole income for our family. And so I'm always looking at different ways to kind of diversify and figure out a way to, uh, you know, bring in multiple streams of income because I believe that if you have your money working for you, then it's going to be a whole lot easier than you having to go out there every single day 
and work, 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 work constantly to bring in some money. So um, just wanted to share my thoughts on 2023, my goals, uh, more so of the direction and just um, kind of get you guys thinking about where you're at in your business. So Aaron was talking about, you know, basically shutting his business down. It's like, is it even worth it? Am I making enough money to keep going? Uh, should I just quit? And it's a good opportunity to talk about this because he is so right on, man. He's so dead on. Um, every business owner goes through this thing, you know, thing where they look at their business and they're like, man, is this even worth it? Am I even doing what needs to be done? Am I making enough? I mean, could I make some, you know, could I make just as much working for someone else? But when you look at the flexibility of the schedule, you can literally take off anytime you want. If you had to, or if you wanted to, you can work hard and take off the weekend or work hard and take off a few days here and there if you need to. Um, it's, uh, it's, so, it's so flexible as far as just living the lawn care life because you can literally create your own schedule. Now, if you take off all the time and you decide to create that schedule where you only work a couple of days a week and take off the rest of the week, obviously you're probably not going to be in business very long unless you have something set up to where you have guys out running your crew and taking care of the lawns and all that stuff. But if you're small, if you stay solo or maybe have one or two guys helping, you really have to structure things to where um, you can have that flexibility, that freedom of taking off, going to your kids' uh, basketball games, soccer games, swim meets, just, you know, whatever you guys are into. Um, that is the main reason why I still would never choose to work for someone else and go and clock in and do the whole nine to five thing every single day, all day long, all week long, all month long, all year long, and all lot, you know, your entire life. I couldn't imagine going and having a clock in somewhere at eight o'clock in the morning or whatever, and then clock out at four or five in the afternoon and doing that every single day, knowing that I only have, you know, a week's worth of vacation this year. I only have you know, four or five days of vacation. So there's no way that you could, I mean, there's, there's not enough money. I couldn't make enough money to be like, all right, I'm going to go and I'm going to work for this business and I'm going to clock in at eight every day and I'm going to get off at five every day. And I'm going to do that weekly, all month long, all year. There's just no way I would even consider that because like Aaron, you know, mentioned, he's like, there's so much flexibility. There's so much freedom in owning your own business. Um, you can have that vacation time in the off season. If you grind hard, you know, during the busy months where a lot of work's coming in. And if you set it up correctly, then in the off season, you can kick back, relax and relax and coast. Now for years and years, I've been able to make just enough money to where in the winter time I didn't have to work. I didn't have to worry about going and finding another job or going and, you know, really focusing on um, making a lot of money in the off season. I would mainly make all that money during the busy season, like a lot of you guys do. But I now have a family. I have uh, two little girls. And so things have kind of changed, you know. It went from me, you know, being, I mean... It's not like I was making millions, but I was making enough to where I was comfortable. And in the off season, I was cool with not going out and working a whole lot. But now, like I said, I have the family, I have the two girls, 
And so it, it changes things, man. They, they cost, you know, kids cost a lot of money. Um, very, very thankful to have our two little girls. They're just, I mean, unbelievable. And then my wife, she is awesome because she takes care of the girls every single day, man. She meets their needs. She takes care of them. And so that has also allowed the flexibility of, hey, my wife can stay at home. We don't have to take the kids to daycare. We don't have to rely on friends or family to take care of the kids or drop them off or whatever. My wife actually gets to stay home every single day and take care of the girls. Now, is it easy? No, absolutely not. It is hard. It is really, really hard. I mean, she goes through days where it's just wears her out. It's tough. And then the same thing with me, you know. I'm, uh, I'm working all the time, so obviously I'm not able to spend as much time as I want with them. And then on top of that, I'm just wearing myself down by putting in long hours during the busy season. And so, yeah, it's tough, man. It's super, super tough to run a lawn care business, especially if you've been doing it for a long time. I've been doing it 20 years, so I kind of know uh, what to expect, and I know um, I'm not afraid to work. You know, I'm not afraid to get out there and put in long hours of work. But now that I had the family, uh, I have to restructure my business and figure out ways to make more money per hour, and that way I'm not having to work every single day all day long. And so every season is different. It's different for me. It's different for you. It's different for the next guy, but we all, you know, face similar things. It's like for Aaron, maybe he didn't make as much as he wanted to, but he's very well capable of making a whole lot more in 2023. Uh, Once, you know, the good thing is Aaron realized, hey, I'm not where I want to be. I want to make more money. This is not even worth it if I'm going to continue making, you know, X amount of money or only profiting this much. And it's the same thing with me. Every single season, I'm like, hey, if I'm going to bust my tail and work my tail off every single day, all season long, I want to be paid for it. I want to be paid for it. I don't want my family to suffer because I'm spending too much time out in the field and not enough time with them. And so every single year, man, you, you just you just look at the year like Aaron's doing. He's checking out the year, the previous year, and he's like, man, this is where I need to figure out what to do moving forward, you know, and it's the same thing with me. Every single year, I'm like, man, I got to figure out what I need to change, what I need to do different in order to succeed and become better and really make everything better around me, whether it's my my family or or the work or, you know, my health or whatever it is, you know, I have to figure those things out. So I think it's really cool. It's It's a unique opportunity. Whenever you're working for somebody else, you don't really have that opportunity. You don't really have that flexibility. You have to really do whatever um, the company or the business you're working for. You got to do what they want you to do. You don't have any any freedom or any um, say in how the business is ran or what time you get off or any of those things. So running a business is completely different, and it's a whole new animal. And I think Aaron has uh, has really... It sounds like, anyways, li- listening to his podcast, he's really figured out where he's where he's uh, not succeeding or not being as successful as he wants to be. Same thing with me. I really found last year where I'm failing and where I really need to put my focus on and my energy on. So 2023 will be a whole lot better year. Every single year, it's something different, man. I've never had a year where I've been like, man, that was like the best year ever. 
I made so much money. I didn't have to work crazy long hours. And man, I'm just sitting like sitting back and like, man, this is awesome. I've never had a year like that. Every single year, it's always something. It's either equipment breaks down or you have a new addition to the family or you buy a house or you buy a truck. And it's it's life, man. It's a progress. It's, it's like every single year, um, if you're trying to become better, if you're trying to get to a better place, um, it's going to take sacrifice. It's going to take a lot of work. But the cool thing is, being an entrepreneur, you can make those goals. You can make those uh, calls, I should say. You can make those calls daily on what you do and how you structure your business, how you want your business to end up at the end of the year, and you get to make those calls. You get to call those shots. So um, just very, very thankful to have the opportunity to run a lawn care uh, business. Uh, very, very thankful that God has allowed me to you know, run it for 20 years, and I'm still here. And the business is still moving forward. Um, just very, very thankful for all of that. And Aaron is in an excellent spot right now. He's in a great spot because whenever you, and I don't know if Aaron feels this way, but just listening to the podcast, I would just kind of gather this. Um, this is how I perceived his podcast. Um, just after listening to Aaron's episode, man, I'm like, you know what? Aaron sounds like he's really frustrated, which is a really, really good thing because whenever you get really frustrated with something and whenever you figure out that whatever you're doing really stinks and it's not working out, that's when you start to make those changes. And that's exactly what I've done over the last 20 years. Every single year when I'm ticked off and I'm upset and I'm frustrated because of, you know, for whatever reason, that really motivates me and really makes me get really focused on what the next step is so I don't face that same thing the next year. And I believe Aaron, he's a smart guy. He's a, he's a guy that gets out there and, and makes those lawns look good, and he probably has good relationships with his customers. So I know Aaron's probably going to sit down and come up with a game plan. I feel like he's so frustrated right now by how the season went last year because of inflation, because of high gas prices, high equipment prices, and just with the cost of everything just going up so much that he's like, you know what, this year it's going to be a different story at the end of the year. And that's the way I feel. You know, last year, man, it was tough for me. Um, inflation, uh, gas prices, equipment prices, equipment breaking down, trucks breaking down, employees, it was just like, it was one thing after another, man. One thing after another. Then we had some health uh, situations that I talked about previously with the Rona. We all got that. Put us out of work for a little bit. Then financially, it put us in a real pinch because we got left with all these medical bills over the course of like 12 months or so. Constantly going to the hospital, constantly seeing different doctors. And so, um, man, it's just getting me fired up just talking about it right now. Last season stunk, man. It stunk. And it stunk for probably a lot of guys. But the good news is, is that when you have adversity, when you have setbacks, when you have struggles, trials, tribulations, whatever you want to call it, whenever you're in that moment, it's it will spring you forward into the future with a whole lot of momentum. So I like going through those rough times. I like going through those difficult times. I like going through the valley because it gets me fired up. It gets me pumped up. 
to know that, man, it can't get much worse than this. It's got to get better. And a matter of fact, I'm going to do everything I can to make it better. And so you really start to um, you really start to get like depressed, disappointed, whatever you want to call it, in your business. But it should be motivation for you to change things up and really uh, make 2023 or make this season like the best ever. So just want to encourage you guys, whatever you're going through right now, if it stunk, then don't get disappointed, man. Don't get discouraged. Don't get depressed. We go through these times so we can really focus and figure out what we want in life, what we want in our business. And once we figure that out, it's like, all right. It's like I like playing basketball, man. I, lo- I love playing basketball. I played basketball so much growing up. And I kind of relate a lot of things in life to basketball. And it's like, all right, you're down, okay? You're down in the first half. You're getting blown out. Matter of fact, I watched my high school team uh, play last night. They were getting blown out. I mean, they only scored one point in the first quarter. Are you kidding me? One point in the first quarter. And this is like... I've never, ever watched, and I've been watching their team for like 20 years, you know, the local high school team. I've never seen them only score one point in the first quarter, or in any quarter for that matter. And so I'm looking at the game, and I'm like, man, they're struggling. They're struggling early. And maybe you're like that in your business. Maybe it's like early right now. It's January. You're like, man, I'm in debt. Man, I've got all these bills. Man, i got all this stuff to figure out. Hey, that's good. It's a good thing, man, because you know what? As a coach uh, for these high school teams, you can call a timeout. You can talk to the kids and say, hey, what we're doing is not working. We're not getting back on defense. We're allowing these open shots. Everybody's getting to the hole. Um, we're taking bad shots. And it's the same thing in your business. You know, We're not getting back on defense. We're not uh, figuring out what's what's going wrong with our business. We're not getting you know an offense we're not uh we're not prepared to go in there and to uh to make some profits so it's a good time um for you to go through those things uh just want to encourage you guys when you go through them though figure out a game plan man call a timeout in the middle of the middle of the business middle of the season whenever it happens man if, if it's happening early on call a timeout as quick as you can and step back away from it for a minute and really come up with a game plan, just like in a basketball game. You don't call a timeout and then just sit there and be like, well, uh, we're losing, we really need to be winning. It's like in business, it's like, well, my business is really stinking right now, I wish it was a lot better. That's not going to get you anywhere, but if you sit down and be like, hey, we're losing right now, we need to play better defense, and we need to really produce on the offensive end. Same thing with your business, man. You're like, all right, right now, my business really, really stinks we got to change some things up. What do we need to change up in order to produce on the profit side or make our business grow or make it better or become what we want it to become? So, um, man, I'm just thinking about my business right now. All that I went through last year, it's like I worked really long hours and I was behind the entire season. I had a few guys help me out part-time which uh, worked really well, but for the most part, um, whenever they started helping, it kind of turned off dry. And so I stayed caught up pretty well the last half of the season, but early on, that first like quarter, just like the basketball game, 
I only scored one point, man. I only scored one point the first part of the season because I was struggling. It was raining. I couldn't get to the lines. And so um, I had to come up with a better game plan this year. And like I've shared on previous episodes and like I've shared with a lot of guys, it's like, all right, if my business is struggling, if, um, if it's first quarter and I really am not producing what I need to, what, what, needs, what needs to change? And so for me... This may be different for you, but for me, I've decided, uh, I I did it last year for all the new customers that I added on, but I tried to help out the previous customers the best I could because I've been taking care of them for 20 years. You guys know the story. You want to, uh, you've got those relationships built for the last 20 years. You really want to help people out. And, you know, you may, you may sacrifice because of that well this year it's going to be a different story man it's weekly only for mowing i'm going to focus more energy time and energy advertising the bin track work which which is a higher profit um type of work and i'm going to really see how i can push that bin track work and take my business to the next level that way at the end of 2023 i'm not putting in the long hours and i'm making more profit at the end of the year so that's just a couple of things that I'm doing different. There's a lot more that I'm going to uh, change up in order to get to where I need to be. But the main thing is I've realized what 2022 brought, and I don't want to repeat that. And I think for a lot of you guys, if you're in the business, you always got to constantly be thinking about how to switch things up, how to change things up, how to make things better. Every single year, man... I'm figuring out ways to make my business better. And every single year I'm faced with new trials. So it's a constant battle, man. It's a constant battle. I know what Aaron's going through right now. I've been there more times than not. Especially early on, man, I didn't have any guidance. I didn't have any direction. I I just tried to figure everything out myself. Now we got resources. We got people putting out content. We got people trying to pour into the community, people trying to help. And if you can connect with people in the lawn care industry, you can really take your business to the next level. And I think and I believe that you can actually double what you're making now. I mean, it's probably possible. If you guys are just barely getting by and barely making any profit, you can basically double what you're doing now. What I'll encourage you guys to do, if you want to make more profit, then I would get out of debt as quick as you can. Pay off those mowers, and I'm talking business debt. Mowers, trucks, any type of debt you have, get out of it as quick as you can. And don't buy anything new. Use the old stuff. Try to make as much money as you can with that old stuff. Because if you have like a $200 a month Sheffield bill, at the end of the year, that's $2,400. So that adds up. You got two mowers, that's $4,800, almost $5,000. And then to throw in like a truck payment, if you have like a five, $600 truck payment, that might be $7,200 a year. So figure $7,000 a year, 5,000 plus 5,000 in equipment, that's $12,000 already just in trucks and equipment that's gonna come out of your profit. And that's just, that's like insane, $12,000. Now I realize you gotta have equipment, gotta have trucks to make it happen, but if you really wanna sock back a lot of money, save a lot of money, and make 
more profit at the end of the year, then cut your expenses as quick as you can. Now, it may take this whole season to do that, but at the end of the season, you may be out of debt and, and 2024 may roll around and you're like, wow, I've got 12,000 extra dollars this year. What if you could do that multiple years in a row and three years, you got thirty-five, $36,000 sitting in the bank? I mean, you can do it. Um, you got to structure it right. You got to set it up right. I, I, I know it's like with social media, you see all the new trucks, you see all the new equipment, and it really is enticing to buy that equipment, buy that truck. Um, if you're offering a new service and you need that equipment to provide a new service, then that's one thing. But if it's just a mower and you already have a mower, I would encourage you guys find the cheapest thing you can find and just run it into the ground, man. Run it into the ground. Try to work on it yourself. Try to replace old parts that are broken. For a mower, the main part is the engine. Besides that, there's not a whole lot of expensive things on a mower to replace and to fix and to you know, make it brand new again. So I, I'll be honest with you guys, I've got two Ferris Z3X mowers, and um, I'm going to run those things as long as I can. I'm just going to run them as long as I can. Um, if you don't have a payment on a mower and it's out there making you money, keep it up and running as long as you can. When those engines go out, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go, and I'm going to get a brand new Vanguard 37 horsepower engine, and I don't know what the cost will be down the road, but probably three four thousand dollars and i'm going to put it in there and keep running that more because this equipment is expensive it's ridiculous the prices of equipment new equipment nowadays and you got to figure out ways to cut expenses and one of those ways i don't plan on buying a new mower for a really really long time if i buy anything new at all it's going to be for the ventrac because the ventrac allows me to get into more profitable jobs i can make more per hour and if I spend money like right now, the one thing that I would get would be the new um, fast cut flail mower deck for the Ventrac. It's about eight thousand, probably nine thousand by now. It's probably went up a little more, but that that attachment alone will allow me to make a whole lot of money. So that is um, that's what I'm thinking. Like the biggest, so the biggest, the biggest. Um, job that I picked up with the Ventrac was a $3,000 job. And so you look at mowing, you're not going to mow a yard one time and get $3,000. But I was able to make $3,000 mowing one big property with the Ventrac and the Tough Cut. So you just got to think of it that way, man. Figure out ways to get equipment that's going to make you more profit for hour, you know, per hour, uh, better profits, but don't go into a whole lot of debt, man. If you got mower payments, truck payments, I would encourage you guys to pay those off first before you look at adding any other service. So, um, just my take on it. But again, guys, everybody's going through business, um, struggles, everything, everybody's going through, um, all this recession that's hitting. And a matter of fact, in some areas, it may not have hit too hard yet, but I think it's coming. 
I think even more is coming. If you listen to these other guys talk, and if you listen to these other guys that have really successful businesses, they are planning for the recession. They're planning for all this stuff that's about to happen, even more stuff that's coming down the pipe. And they're really strategizing on how to um, approach these different things so they can their business can withstand it. You know, I mean, if we're not if we if we're not raising our prices, then in 2023, at the end of the year, you're not going to be making any profit. I mean, from 2022, during the off season, to 2023, when we really start getting out there and taking care of those lawns, you're going to need to raise your prices even more than you did last year. So, especially with mowing, it's such a low profit margin um, business that if you're not on top of your numbers and you really don't know exactly how much money you need to make per hour then you don't even know if you're making any money basically i mean at the end of the year you look at your numbers and you're like man i didn't even make any money but it all comes down to the numbers man um, i would encourage you guys if you're busy if you have a whole lot of business advertise like crazy if you want to make 2023 the best year yet advertise way more than you should like my schedule is so busy right now, I can't take on any lawns at all. But my plan is to is to advertise like crazy and get a whole lot of phone calls coming in, go give a whole lot of estimates, and increase my prices every single time I give a new estimate. Figure out how much money you need to make per hour, not the old you know, average, not $50 an hour. It's not $50 an hour anymore. That That's like, that's old. That's that's last year, last five years numbers. You need to be making a whole lot more than 50 bucks per man hour. That's just, that's just my take. Maybe 50 bucks per man hour is good for you, but for me, for my area, for the expenses, for inflation, for all the added expenses and the increase in parts, equipment, all that stuff, 50 bucks an hour doesn't go very far at all. Um, especially when you have fifteen, twenty thousand $20,000 pieces of equipment and you have a $40,000, $50,000 truck, you got a really nice trailer, you got a $600 blower, you got three or $400 trimmers, um, you're paying four or five bucks a gallon for gas in the summer, five, uh, 50 bucks an hour per man hour, that's not going to cut it anymore. So, if you're going by those old numbers, um, just want to encourage you guys to just run your numbers, do the math. You guys are smart enough. You, you've been in business long enough. But it's good to just reiterate all this stuff and just talk about it more because I think the more we talk about it, the more we think about it, the more we plan and really put these things into action, then the better our business will be in the long term. And that's what I'm getting at. With the whole advertising thing, I'm going to advertise like crazy. I want to encourage you guys to advertise like crazy as well. And increase your man hours, or I'm sorry, increase your number that you're going to charge. Increase that number per man hour on your new estimates that roll in. So say last year you were charging 50 bucks an hour on these new estimates that come in. Charge them or or give them estimates at like $60, $65 an hour, or even more. I'm going to try to focus on $75 per man hour to $85 per man hour just for mowing. 
If it's VIN track work, it's going to be a whole lot more because that machine is very expensive. Those attachments are very expensive. It's a lot more expensive machine to run per hour. So you got to, you know, run your numbers and charge accordingly. But, um, man, advertise like crazy. Raise your rates and see what happens, man. Write it down. How much money do you need to make per day? Or actually, let's work backwards. How much money do you need to make per year? And then how many months per year are you working? I do mine like eight months. I figure if I want to make like $100,000 a year in eight months, you figure out what that number is on how much you need to make per month, break it down into weeks, how much do you need to make per week, and then go even further and say, well, what's that number per day? And then once you have that number, figure out how many hours you're actually going to work. And if I were you, I wouldn't do 12 hours. Yeah, we might get out there and work 12 hours a day, but I would break it down to like eight hours. How much money, if you want to make 100000 a year working eight months, what would that look like per hour? How much money would you need to make per hour to make that happen? And then go with that number in an eight-hour workday. Because, yeah, we're going to work 10, 12 hours some days or maybe every day, but you got drive time, you got lunch breaks, you got filling up the equipment, uh, maintenance, all that stuff. So you want to make sure that you're actually, your billable hours, the actual hours that you're billing out for your work is X amount per hour based on like an eight-hour work week or whatever. So just want to um, encourage you guys to make a change for 2023. It's not hard to do. It does take commitment. It does take you pouring into your business daily. Those daily habits, man. Like every single day, those daily habits, those estimates. The estimate, you know, you're super busy and you get a phone call and you're like, man, I don't even have time to do this estimate. There's no way I can even do it. But... Figure out a system and a way to get back to your customers or your potential customers and give them an estimate. Whether it's saying, hey, my minimum is $65 a yard. Um, that's my minimum. If you want me to come check it out, I can check it out tomorrow morning. Or I can check it out. Do it as quick as you can. You want to get there as quick as you can. You can even look online and check it out. If you know the neighborhood, if you know the area, um, you can do that as well. But I, I just, for our small town, we can get anywhere within like five, ten minutes. So it's not a big deal. We don't have to drive across town, through traffic, all that stuff. Keep your route tight, of course. Um, but figure out a way to to get those estimates out. Because if you put it off for a day or two, the customer will probably call someone else and you'll miss out on the opportunity to give an estimate. Even if it's just throwing a number out there. Hey, I can, you know, my minimum 65. Um, looks like you're in a neighborhood where it's, it's a smaller lawn, so that's probably what it will be. Just to give them a number, and then get their um, get their feedback from it. Oh no, that's you know that's too much. I can't do that. Okay, move on. Or if they say, yeah, that sounds reasonable. Um, it, you know, can you can you come out tomorrow and give me a definite uh, price? Yeah, sure, absolutely. And so that will weed out your, your drive time, your, you know, wasting time. And that will uh, 
I just believe that will streamline things a little bit easier because if you get all these phone calls, I mean, if you're advertising like crazy, say you get 20 phone calls a week and you're running to 15 of those places and they're wanting your, their lawn cut for 40 bucks, you know, and it's a $65 lawn, obviously you're wasting your time. But if you can filter out those cheaper customers just by making a quick phone call and saying, yeah, I'll swing by there and check it out. My minimum is $65 to mow a lawn. Um, I can swing by and check it out and uh, give you exact price. And if they say, yeah, that sounds good, then, hey, you uh, you know that it's going to be worth your time. If they say, oh, my gosh, $65 to cut a lawn? No way. No thanks. Then you know, all right, cool. I don't have to waste my time going to check out that lawn. So any way you can streamline your business, figure out ways to run your business more efficiently, especially when you're small. Man, I, I'm very, very small business. I maybe have one or two guys help. So um, time is money, and I can't spend a whole lot of time going and checking out all these um, all these lawns. So I'll simply just make a quick phone call between jobs. Just say, hey, um, got your message. My minimum 65. I can swing by tomorrow morning and give you a definite price if you're interested. And it would take literally a minute. And if you're already in your truck, driving from one job to the next, um, I know it's a hassle, it's a pain, you're tired, you're worn out, you've been working all day long, you don't feel like talking to anybody probably. That's kind of how I get, I, I'm working, I'm in the truck, I'm, it's hot, uh, I, I busted out all these lawns, it's a, it's a Thursday, I've been working hard all week, and I'm just like wanting to get it done and get home it's hard to pick up the phone and, and try to be uh, try to be pro professional and nice and trying to, you know, call your customer and communicate the way that you want to in your business. But if, if you take the time to do it and if you uh, just make a quick phone call and, and turn it into a habit, then it'll get easier and easier. You'll just like, it'll be like autopilot. You'll pick up the phone in between jobs. You'll see who's called. Just do it a few times. Do it a few times, like the first five, ten customers that call. Just be like, as soon as they call, look at their message, call them back between that next job, and just give them that pitch, man. Hey, my minimum's this much. I can check it out in the morning if you'd like, and just see what they say. And I, I, I feel like the hard part is getting into a habit of that, um, the easy part is once you get into a habit of that, it makes things a whole lot easier because you don't have to think about it the entire day. Like, I need to call that guy back, or I need to get back with this person, or I need to get back with that person. You can just make it a done deal um, right then and there, and then you can move on and think about what's really going to move the needle in your business. So just some things to think about. I'm getting geared up for 2023. I'm excited for it. I'm uh, in the shop in the office right now trying to uh, come up with a game plan and figure out exactly the approach that I want to take, figure out ways to advertise the track work, which I'm going to be creating some videos for that locally. I know I put a lot of content out for like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, uh, for the lawn care community, but that's not the same thing as advertising locally. Locally, it's a totally different animal. you got to approach it totally different. So I'm going to be creating... Um, some intros and outros to my videos that I use on all those social media platforms. Basically, 
uh, just sharing who I am and the business that I run. And then at the outro uh, for the video, I'll just put on there, hey, if you need any work done, be sure to give us a call. So basically, hey, this is Cameron with Grassmaster Lawn Service here in Mo's, or Popper Bluff, Missouri. And uh, here's some of the work that we've done. Check out the video. If it's something that you need, give us a call. Let us know. Just something simple, quick, simple, 30-second uh, video, intro. Put it on there and then add it to the video and then upload it. Start uploading it to your local Facebook business page and sharing it with your friends. And then before you know it, you've got several videos that are floating around out there. And you're getting likes, you're getting comments, you're getting shares and... I believe video marketing, man, is like number one for 2023. It's, it's the best way to advertise your business for basically free. And it's the best way to get your name out there really quick if you're just starting out or if you need more business. And um, it's just really neat because not a lot of people are doing it, especially around here. There's nobody doing video marketing around here. It may get saturated one day, but for now... There's no one at all doing video marketing. So if you can create a video, even if it's one a week or a few a week, um, and put them out on your Facebook business page, share them with your friends, then the community in your area will notice you really quick because no one else is doing it, and they'll know who to call once they need that service done. It's all about getting your brand out there, brand awareness. Uh, they might not need the service today, but if you keep pushing your videos out, and you, if you keep pushing content out, eventually they're going to be like, you know what? Uh, I remember this company posting, you know, videos the last few weeks or last few months. I think I'm going to give them a call because I need their service. I need something like this done. And so it just gets them thinking. Um, it, the earlier you do it, the better in the off season. Great time to go through all those videos. And that's why I encourage you guys to just hit record, man. Just hit record, do a time lapse. I think time lapse is the best video you can have for like video marketing. Just kind of sharing your story, sharing the work that you do, all within like a really, really short time frame, a short period, you know. Hit record, get it going, and share that time lapse with your, uh, your local community. And before you know it, man, you're going to have phone calls left and right because people are going to take notice of that and see what you're doing. So now it'd be a good time to go through your old photos, maybe have before and afters or your old videos, work that you've done. Hopefully you've been recording. Go through that old work, man, and create it into a video for your local community and share it. Make sure you tag your city, your state, tag a business if you take care of that particular business. But anyways, um, man, just trying to share with you guys ways to really take your business to the next level in 2023. It can happen, man. It doesn't matter where you're at in business. It doesn't matter if you're struggling right now. It doesn't matter if you are um, looking to get out of the business. It doesn't matter if you are in a position to where um, you don't know what the future holds, man. I think right now is the best time to put your head down, to get busy, start creating content, Start getting your videos out there. Start getting, uh, start advertising a whole lot more. I mean, a whole lot more. I'm talking advertise is your main focus right now. It's not what truck you're going to buy. It's not what equipment are you going to buy. It's not what services are you going to offer. It's advertise like crazy. 
get a whole lot of phone calls coming in, put out a whole lot of estimates, and get ready to line up some work. And then once you do all that, you can worry about the other stuff, the truck, the trailer, the equipment, mowers, trimmers, whatever else, what are those, what other services you're going to provide, things like that. But anyways, I got to get off here, man. I got to get busy. Uh, I got to work on my business myself. So, ooh, I just want to share with you guys this real quick. So my wife, she sent me a text this morning. I'm out here working in the little media studio. She's inside taking care of the girls. And she sends me a text and she's like, this is what we need to do. And I was like, yeah, you're exactly right. We've been talking about this, but we really haven't put pen to paper. And I'm looking here right now. She sent me a a link to a podcast and it says five year vision. And so it's this um it's this family. They're YouTubers as well. They have a a big following. I'm not sure how big their channel is. I'm not real positive. I haven't watched um have I watched I don't think I've watched any of their content. I've seen like their Facebook post maybe, but my wife kind of keeps up with a little bit of their content and she's been checking it out and so oh it's about farming so farming gardening things like that she's really into gardening and she uh she's been getting some tips and some ideas from these you know this couple here so anyways they've been sharing um their five-year vision their five-year plan like what do i want to achieve or accomplish in five years and, and it's like, write your goals down and, and figure out how to get there. I haven't read this. I haven't watched this particular episode that she was talking about. But just the uh, title of it, it's like five-year vision. What is your five-year vision for your life, for your business? You may want to take some time today to write that down. Write down your five-year vision. Is it you want to be out of debt? Is it you want to buy that new home? Do you want to move into the country? Do you want to update your equipment, trucks, whatever? Do you want to have your business structured where it's ran on autopilot and you don't have to do any of the work? Um, Just figure out what your five-year vision is, what you and your family's five-year vision is, and write it down. Just want to encourage you guys, write that down right now. Sit down with your family, sit down with your wife, sit down, uh, if you're single, just sit down and and, and write it down and figure it out because if you, it's like where there's no vision, the people perish, right? We got to have the vision or your business, your life, your relationships, your finances, all that stuff will perish. So sit down, write it down, and uh, figure it out. And yeah, let's make 2023, man, the best year so far. I don't care where you're at in your business. 2023 is going to be the year, man. But you got to be uh, dedicated to making it happen. You got to do those daily habits that kind of stink, but if you chip away at it every single day, man, at the end of the year, you're going to be like, wow, this is unbelievable. So I'm excited for the year and I'm excited for you guys to do some big things. So I'm out of here. I'm Cameron with the Lawn Care Life of Missouri. Appreciate you guys listening. Hope you have a good day. And as always, hey, God provides.